She was discovered at just 10 years old and by 13 had her own sketch comedy show on Nickelodeon. She's worked with entertainment giants like Arsenio Hall, Christopher Walken, and Robin Williams. And she has six Kids' Choice Awards. I'm Hope Carew. I'm Paige Smith. And this is History Duffs Presents Amanda Bynes. Part two. Part two, baby. Part two. How are you feeling about our new format? I'm loving it. How are you feeling? I'm loving it too. I I hope the fans are loving it as well. Yeah, I think we're going to call this our Chicago style format before it was MLA. Oh, oh, like, got yeah, mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> I haven't been in college in a long time. <laughs> and it shows, honey. <laughs> I have to write essays constantly for my work. Do you? Yes. <laughs> Did you just lie to me? Yes. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Well, you know who else doesn't like lies? Amanda Vines. Amanda Vines. Famously. Um, before we get into Amanda Vines, we have a duff date. Woo, woo, woo. <laughs> That's the air horn sound. Also, a duff date is... um. Duff and update. Was that clear? Do you yeah, think that's clear? I think okay. they know. Guys, you're probably wondering what the heck is Hillary up to? Right. This is our Hillary Duff update. Yep. What's the up what's what's the Duff date? <laughs> well, How I Met Your Father season two just started. Yes, it did. Did you watch it? No. Oh no, how? Well, you sent me the new password. <laughs> well, I suggested a new password, and then you changed it to be that, which uh-huh. is very funny of you. Mm. Um, for our joint Hulu account. For our joint Hulu account. Because we're married. But I picked a very long joke password, and I honestly haven't had the mental energy to type it in on my remote yet. Well, let it be a lesson to you. This is what you get. <laughs> you know I'm a bit girl. I'm a bitty. I'm a bitty. <laughs> <laughs> I love a bit. She it does was, love a bit. <laughs> so... Um, Also, I believe if you do it on your TV, do you have a smart TV? Well, I don't know if it's smart or not. That's pretty judgmental of you. You haven't given it a quiz? I I haven't. Well, you can do it from your phone and it'll like log you in on your TV. Uh, Well, my TV and I are doing the Montessori system, so I just don't feel comfortable with these qualifications of smart, (laughs) dumb, HD. Look, I was a Montessori kid. Oh, yeah, I forgot. So I forgot that about you. I I mean, just for preschool. So does that even really count? I don't know. Not really. I did learn to read, though. And count. <laughs> brag, brag, brag. This is not the Paige Smith podcast. I'm sorry. How many, how many grownups can say they know how to count? <laughs> I can't count how many can. Montessori did this for me. Um, well, I watched How I Met Your Father. How was it? Give, give me the duff date. Love. love, love such a good show. Yeah. It's so good. It's so funny. I had one specific question right. I wanted to ask you. Uh-huh. I'm trying to think of a way to phrase this without spoiling anything. I had a question about Hillary's tan. About Hillary's tan. Her tan. Her, okay. Her uh, probably fake tan. Mm-hmm. And then it turned into a storyline, in a way, a, a, a plot point. I, you'll have to see it. Okay, okay. And see if you see what I see. Or if you had the same thought I did. Do you see what I see? That was really good. Does she look like Isabella? Is that what you're trying to say? No, no, no. no, no. It's not, not everything is Isabella. <laughs> it doesn't always go back to Isabella. Huh. I guess I don't know. Where am I? <laughs> I have a good. Isabella. <laughs> if you have any questions about Hillary Duff, I have a good podcast I can recommend to you. What is it? 
Um, it's called History Duffs. Right now, they're doing something different. They're trying something new where they're not talking about Hillary Duff. Yeah. I, we'll see if it works. I don't know. I but don't know. I heard they're talking about Amanda Bynes. Amanda Bynes. <laughs> Should we get back to Amanda Bynes? Yeah. Uh, 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 Amanda. Every segment should have a jingle. <laughs> and from now on, it will. But it will not be the same jingle each time because I don't have a musical ability like that. No, it's not even that. It's just that you're, you're so talented. Oh, my God. <laughs> that there are too many jingles swirling around in your head. Too many jingles, not enough jingle. <laughs> too many jingles, not enough jingle. Yeah. That's my favorite um, song of yours. Thank you. Uh, well, we, where we left off. With Amanda, mm-hmm. uh, was the year two thousand two, and her movie Big Fat Liar. Big Fat oh Liar. Oh my gosh, we didn't even tell the fans what. The week after we recorded that episode, I saw a cast member from Big Fat Liar at a restaurant in L.A. Paul Giamatti. No. Oh. Amanda Bynes. <laughs> did I not mention that? <laughs> oh, you did tell me this. I did. Do you want to tell the fans? I'll tell the fans. It was John Cho. John Cho. He's he had a small the, he's part. One, no, he's one of the executives, right? Yeah. He's the one who goes, Kastang! <laughs> Birds. <laughs> um, it's a small role. If you know, in. you know. <laughs> ick, yuck, ick, yuck. <laughs> you better go back and rewatch Big Fat Liar. It's so worth it. It's such a good movie. Um, but yeah, he has a small role in Big Fat Liar, but he's, I mean. But big impact. Big impact and stays working. He's a he's a busy guy. There is no such thing as a small actor. Couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. I feel like I manifested him. Aw, just like I did with Christy Carlson Romano. You're now you're dating. Yeah, now we're together. Aw, yep, that's amazing. <laughs> no, this is like slander or something. <laughs> He's Libel. gonna sue us. Yeah. Um, okay, let's talk about what I like about you. Yeah, please, because I know you. Did you watch the whole thing? I watched the whole thing. Oh wait, wait. Tell me what you were doing in 2002. Oh, 2002. I was seven. Aw. I was just being seven. <laughs> you were just being seven? I just guess I was just being eight. Let's see. It was the year after the World Trade Center collapsed. Yeah, so that was probably a big year for you. It was. Um, yeah, 2002. It's a good It's a good one. I was definitely <laughs> playing sports. Oh. Any sports in particular? Soccer. Basketball. <laughs> baseball. You were a bit of a sporty spice, huh? I was a sporty spice. Well, yeah. it was... Just the thing you did mm. during the seasons when you're in second grade. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. Okay, back to Amanda. <laughs> what I like about you, the premise of the show is basically like grown-up iCarly, like sexy mm. iCarly. Like the iCarly reboot? Yeah. No. Oh. No, no, no. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, no, it pretend the iCarly the iCarly pretend the iCarly reboot does not exist. Okay. And imagine if iCarly, the show itself, was just a little bit more grown up. That's what I like about you. Well, so I... In every way. No room for debate, actually. We should just move on to the next topic. Not not debating. (laughs) Definitely not saying you're wrong. But I am curious. Because I only watched What I Like About You a a little bit when I was, like, in high school. It was Mm -hmm. already reruns. Mm -hmm. I don't remember them having, like, a web series or anything in... Okay, no, no, no. I guess okay, not that part. I guess it's not that part, but let, let me just tell you. Okay. It is younger sibling has to move in with older sibling because dad inexplicably has to move to Japan. <gasps> Japan? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Japan both times. Wow. But either way, it's about a kid living with their older sibling, which is the 
premise of iCarly and yeah. the premise of What I Like About You, which was created by Dan Schneider, both of them, mm-hmm. um, and Will Calhoun, uh, with one L. Will with one L. Oh, Will with, I was like, Calhoun? <laughs> like yeah. one L? <laughs> yeah. Unless maybe I'm just making that up. The only other Will I know with one L is Will Wheaton. Hmm. From college? <laughs> No. no? Oh, okay. I, is that? Did you know a Will Wheaton in college? I, I feel like I did. He had red hair. Will Wheaton. Hmm. I'll look into this later. <laughs> um, not from college. Okay. Well, I was like, why would you say that on our podcast? You guys remember Will Wheaton from college? Red we hair. We all went to school with a Will Wheaton. <laughs> he was studying Dutch. <laughs> Um, so you watched, I, like I said, haven't seen it since I was in high school. Tell us your biggest takeaways from wow. watching, recently re-watching What I Like About You. So it really is, it does play a lot like an episode of iCarly. It's a classic, like, sitcom studio show, right? Like, it's very formulaic. Um, but it's, like, inappropriate mm. in many ways. And it's very sexual. And... Holly Tyler, that's Amanda Bynes' character. Huge part of her storyline is that she's a virgin and who she's going to lose her virginity to. Really? Yeah. Oh, so sort of Gilmore Girls. Kind of Gilmore Girls in that way, where it's it's definitely talked about at length. And then there's also lots of just, like, little hints of body shaming and, like, fat phobia in the show. It was, like what 2002 when it started yeah that was popular unfortunately so popular and so one of the characters Lauren who's played by Leslie Grossman like her big character backstory is that she used to be fat and because of that she has like low self-esteem and throws herself at men Mm. it's just kind of like you know an outdated written by a man outlook it's also interesting for me in the show this is always going to be my critique why would you have two blondes be best friends? Yeah. They were too, they were too many blondes. Mm-hmm. And it's like, let's, let's throw in a brunette. I feel that way too when blondes um, are in a romantic relationship. It's just a little too, too close. Yeah, it is too close. It is too close. You're definitely related. Yeah, yeah exactly, right? At a certain point. And it's like, what, there's there was no, like, body diversity. They're all, like, the same size, and it's talked about at many different times. Like, oh, I can't fit into this bikini, or, okay, chubster, or, you know, just things like this where it's just like, ugh. And then right. it's also, like, one of the characters is, like, giving the other character a hard time for not having shaved her legs, like, enough. Like, you know, it's just things like that where it's just very, like, nitpicky about the girls' appearances when they look flawless. Mm-hmm. So that's just kind of some outdated stuff. The virginity thing, rough. And something I noticed that I think is pretty fun is that she has the same... Okay, her love interests in this show are Ben and Henry. Okay. Which are the two names from? Oh, you you're, no, you no, no, you it, gasped, it. yeah. No, say it. From what a girl wants, right? Where she's dating a British Ben. Oh, and this guy's British too, by the way. Uh uh-uh. uh Yeah, Stop. it's a British Ben who's like a rock star. Do you think that they named the British guy Ben just because of Big Ben? <laughs> They're like people will 
make the association themselves. Yeah, Big Ben from London. They're like, I don't know any English names. Ben? ben? <laughs> yeah. I... It's Ben, Charles, or George. Yeah. Well, right? we do have, he- like, well, Henry is um, Colin Firth's character. Henry. Yeah. Which is funny because that's the name of her other boyfriend. It's just interesting. So she's dating her dad. She's dating her dad. But they don't know each other well. <laughs> I really got to rewatch this show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of her dad in this show, this is absolutely a spoiler alert. So if you were planning on watching season four of What I Like About You. Skip ahead. Hit that 10 second jump Jump, a jump, times. jump, okay. jump. Say it quick. Um, their dad comes out. Of the closet? Of the closet. <gasps> Good for him. But it's very much like a shady thing. Oh, I'm like sure it's hilarious. Oh, it's so funny that dad is gay. Right. Yeah. Comedy. 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 Comedy in 2002. Oh. Hey, hey, hey. The worst things you could be are fat or gay. True. Or not white, just based on lack of representation. Yeah, and even just brunette. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Speaking of representation. <laughs> Where are the brunettes in media? I'm just saying, like, not all blondes are friends with each other. Okay, I need to move past that and point. And she is saying this as a blonde. Yeah, well, as a once natural blonde to bottle blonde, I can say it because I understand both sides. You're standing up for the little guy. That's what we love about you. Blondes. <laughs> the little guy. <laughs> You're fighting for the community of brunettes, though. I am. So Amanda does date her co-host in this show. Her co-host. Oh. <laughs> sorry. Welcome back to TRL. I'm Amanda Vines. I'm sorry. <laughs> her co-host. I was just thinking of you and I got excited. No, I'm excited. About No, about the concept of us dating. Oh. <laughs> I see, I see. Her co-host. She dated Here's her. an example of someone who dated their co-host. <laughs> she dated her love interest, Nick Zeno. That's right. The it guy of 2002, I feel what like. What else was he in or did he just, ever? He has one of those faces, like Nick Zeno, Chad Michael Murray. They all have the same. Okay, Nick Lachey. Nick Lachey, yeah, sure. They all have the same, like, probably have, like, an upper bicep tattoo. Mm-hmm. And like several products to make their hair stand up. Perfectly you know? tousled hair. And guess yeah. what? They're wearing a graphic tee mm-hmm. with a button down over it, but Yay. open. Never enough shirts. <laughs> and that's the other similarity. More layers, the better. The more. It's like, cover up that bod. It's like, you better wear a long sleeve shirt with a short sleeve shirt over it and then a tank top over that shirt. Uh huh. And then a button down. And, and a hoodie, because it's cold outside. <laughs> Fur. Um, there is a connection to another um, Duff girl. Oh, say it. <laughs> say Duff girl. Uh, Nick Zeno went on, after his relationship with Amanda Bynes, went on to date Haley Duff. <gasps> mm-hmm. What? For a couple of years, I believe. Um, yeah. That's interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. So many little connections to all these yeah. girls. All Frankie Muniz, Nick uh-huh. Zeno. And Amanda and Hillary had similar co-stars as well. We talked about, oh, now I'm going to forget his name again. The love interest from Raise Your Voice is the love interest from What a Girl Wants, the English rock star. Oh, yeah. 
Ben. Well, his name is Ben. Yes, sorry, I meant the actor's name because he retired from acting and now he, we talked about it on season one. Yeah. He's like a... True fans should know this. Yeah, I'm not even going to say it. You guys go listen to the Raise Your Voice episode. And email us the answer. <laughs> it's a really good episode with our friends John and Sarah on it. So oh, it is a really good episode. We're going to plug ourselves. <laughs> go listen to the Raise Your Voice episode. <laughs> no, but keep listening to this one too. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. No, no, no. Just bookmark it. Add it to your queue. Add it to your queue. <laughs> you don't have any ads to sit through. You might as well. <laughs> hey, we are manifesting ads, actually. So, guys, yeah. get ready for ads. We know you're you're gonna love them. <laughs> you guys know anybody who wants to sponsor sponsor? What's if so, yeah sponsor sponsor this podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is right. Yeah, it is right. That was good. That was good. <laughs> if you know anyone who wants to sponsor this podcast, send them our way. Oh my goodness, we tried. We did our best. Um, if nothing comes out of that, it's your fault because I was really fighting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we, we talked about it a little bit, but what a girl wants. Paige, give us the description. Like, describe that movie. Gun to so, your head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have yeah. to describe it. And Which is the only time I'm ever asked to describe what this movie is about is when there's a gun to my head. <laughs> well, I, I don't like to use my gun in other situations. I guess, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> what a girl wants is about a girl who wants things. (laughs) Do you want me to do this? (laughs) No, no, no. I got it. I got it. She lives with her single mom. Um, Heather Locklear? No. Oh, but almost Heather Locklear. I want to say Kelly Preston. Okay, but... But we should look that up. Almost Heather Locklear, which would have made it very similar to The Perfect Man. Yeah, single mom. If I had been correct, that would have been amazing. Um, (laughs) Yes, it is Kelly Preston. Rest in peace. Kelly Preston plays her mom. Oh. Um, but Amanda plays Daphne, and she lives with her mom, Libby. I know, Libby, the name of my dead dog. <laughs> for for all of our true fans, you guys should know this. I do reference her a lot. Libby's playing with Kelly Preston right now. Aw, and uh, maybe cut Kelly, that out. Pre- Kelly Preston, what are you doing in doggy heaven? <laughs> cut that out. Cut all I'm not cutting any of that out. That's terrible. <laughs> It's about, um, they live in the U.S., okay? The United States of America. And Amanda Some might Bynes, even say New York. <laughs> you could call it that. <laughs> Look, not all of the U.S. is New York City, okay? That's what, that's what people think. There's more to it than that. Yeah, we've got New York and Ohio. The gun is still to my head. <laughs> she goes guys, to she's find, sweating bullets. <laughs> she goes to find her dad, played by Colin Firth, who is... Um, some kind of royal heir. Yeah, he's like a lord or a, a duke. Yeah, something like that. Um, One of them. And she goes to try, she wants to start a relationship with him and finds that her kind of hippie rock star, like, lifestyle mm-hmm. doesn't fit in with his vibe. Okay, so kind of the Meghan Markle story. A little bit, yeah. It's a little bit like... And if you guys have not read Spare yet, we are sponsored by <laughs> we are sponsored by Meghan Markle and, and the Spare himself. Which now it's funny, I literally can't think of his name. Harry, Just H, Harry. if you will. We're covering Meghan Markle next. Surprise! <laughs> A lot of suits. A lot of suits. Talk. <laughs> And we're wearing suits. We're wearing uh, suits. We're right wearing now. a lot of suits. <laughs> you can't see us, but please imagine us in two business suits. We've always been wearing suits. 
Hope is wearing a nice three-piece suit. <laughs> She's holding a gun to my head. <laughs> I'm in one of those cute little tweed suits mm-hmm. that like Elle Woods would wear. Yes. But you look like a man in black. <laughs> I mean, I I would I would cut that out. But I've got a gun to your head. I hope we don't get like flagged for this episode. Oh, for saying gun so many times. Yeah. Do they do they do that? No. In fact, they don't even. In fact, they don't even have any restrictions on guns. So actually, we're fine. That's right. This is the United States of America. Not just New York City. There's only two things you know about the United States: New York City and guns. Okay, so she finds out that her lifestyle doesn't really mesh with the monarchy. And how do we rate her love interest? Like, Which love interest are we talking about? Are we talking about the skeezy English guy or the hot rock star? The hot rock star. That says, ready, that says, Why fit in when you were born to stand out? Is that this movie or Raise Your Voice? No, that's this movie. (laughs) Oh, good, okay, okay. That's good. And Paige actually put her hand up to tuck my hair behind my ear, but then didn't. She just, like, kind of... Well, I didn't want to touch you without your consent. No, but she'd mimed touching me, which is weirder than doing it. Because it's like I'm, I'm missing out on having it actually done. Well, isn't it when they're in the boat, they're it's wet? It's when they're in the boat. Yeah. Okay, it's wet when they're in the, in the boat in London and the boat tips over because she's just not like other girls. Well, she's practicing her poise and he's like, I can help you. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> I can help you. And then she falls out of the boat. Okay, her style in this movie I thought was absolutely iconic. Like, I wanted to wear jeans with skirts over them and I did because also my friend shout out to you Annie Foley my middle school bus buddy oh so you can shout out Anne and I can't talk about Will Wheaton <laughs> Anne Annie yeah I mean it's Annie short for Anne I mean, oh I didn't know if you had said Anne or Annie it's long for Anne it's long for Anne <laughs> we haven't spoken in 15 years but I she knew would, a long for Anne Annie as well she would be happy for me <laughs> let's send her this episode I'll do it though yeah, that'd be better. <laughs> anyway, I thought her style was so good. So that's another similarity with Hillary, I guess. Just liking both of their jeans. That's true. She wore not only skirts over jeans, she had that one where she tied the little... The belly dancer thing. Yeah, around her, oh my gosh, over her jeans. Oh, so cute. I will say that was ruined for me when I, in ninth grade, had a really crazy art teacher who had, the year before, had been teaching in Kuwait. So mm. she would often wear this, like, belly dancer coin thing just like that she would wear it over her clothes just the way that amanda Bynes did yeah but it was just not pulled off in the same way it didn't work it was our teacher she wasn't 17 and already an idol of ours yes (laughs) fully because she was just like a 50 year old woman you know yeah it wasn't the same anyway we're done with we're done with what i like about you or what's it called what i like about you you and what a girl wants Mm -hmm. what i like about what girls want (laughs) That would be good. Like a, it'd be about a boy. It's a coming of age story of a boy, who has just discovered girls, mm-hmm. and he's trying to figure out how to um, appeal to them, right? Yes. And yes. he's trying to reinvent himself, right, to get the attention of the girls that he likes. But then he realizes that it would have been better for him just to be himself all along. That's beautiful. What I like about what a girl wants. <laughs> Okay, so before we get into her next movies, which are Paige's favorites. (laughs) So during this time in 2003, Amanda wants to be emancipated from her parents. Yes. 
her reps, her lawyer, her manager, and agent, mm-hmm. um, they know about this. Right. And are, I would assume, helping her to get the emancipation. Her parents find out about this and fire all of her representation. Okay. Yeah. Dramatic. Yeah. So that does come into play a little bit later, but it was around this time where she was seeking emancipation from her parents. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now it's 2005. We've got two movies. One movie, your favorite, <laughs> Robots, <laughs> which is a movie that I have seen way more recently than I'm comfortable really? sharing. Yes. Do share. I, I said I'm not comfortable. No, go ahead. <laughs> um, uh, at vacation at my parents' house. Oh, they, I mean, you 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 have been a nanny for a long time. It could yeah, have just no. The kids. For some reason, my my stepdad put on robots, hmm. but it was like while we were swimming in the pool, but you could like kind of see robots, and it was on in the background, and I was gotcha. like, wow, I really remember a lot of this movie. <laughs> really, that's so interesting to me. Yeah. Well, my little brother watched it, mm-hmm. so that's. So it came into my life later. What I think of when I think of robots is running into my friend Grace at the bookstore right before going to see robots. <laughs> Remember when you would like run into a friend outside of school? Yes. And it was just, it was crazy. So was like, cool. What are you doing? Also, we went to private school. Mm-hmm. So she was like out of uniform. Oh, weird. Yeah. And there were only four girls in my class. And you're we like, this is what grades. you dress like? Yeah, exactly. So it was just, I ran into Grace and it really rocked my world. And then I was like, yeah, we're going to see robots. <laughs> and that is the memory I have of going to see robots in theaters. Aww. Okay, everyone else, write in your memories of going to see <laughs> robots in theaters. Or running into my friend Grace at the bookstore. <laughs> I'd love to hear those stories, too. <laughs> What's our email? History. History at gmail.com. Yeah. I can't really tell you what the plot of robots is about, but it's animated. I mean, it has yeah. Robin Williams. Oh, wow. Okay, wait. If you don't know that, maybe it's not true. <laughs> I will be honest. I don't remember much about this movie. It's, like, really kind of hard to watch because it's dark and dystopian. Like, I need to... If I'm watching an animated movie, I want it to be, like, bright colors. Okay, we're going to get canceled. Um, the, listen to this cast. Ewan McGregor, Halle Berry, Mel Brooks, Robin Williams, Paula Abdul, Terry Bradshaw, Amanda Bynes, Drew Carey, Jennifer Coolidge. Drew Carey? That's yeah. funny. So, Paul Giamatti, another co-star, plays Tim the Gate Guard. I can't believe Jennifer Coolidge is in it. James Earl Jones, Greg Kinnear, Jay Leno, Natasha Lyonne. It keeps going. Wait, Jay Leno's in this? I gotta watch it again. Al Roker? <gasps> My mom is Al Roker's biggest fan. Has your mom seen it? Stanley Tucci? Honestly, that maybe is why we were watching Harlan it. Harlan Williams? Oh my gosh. We, I don't know who that is. I can't believe... We were like robots. What's that movie? We're getting canceled. There are so many. This, you know, what this is good for? When he plays Six Degrees of Separation. Oh yeah, we have to go back to robots. Or Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. This is so good. There are so many people. Anyway, here's the plot. In a robot world, a young idealistic inventor travels to the big city to join his inspirations company. Oh, to join his inspirations company, only to find himself opposing its sinister new management. Ooh, I'm hooked. It kind of sounds like the plot of Wings. <laughs> Go listen or to wait. our Wings episode. <laughs> I might mean Wings, too. I'm still confused about which movie is which. Oh, yeah. Which. You never watched Wings. You only watched Wings. 
Sky Force Heroes or whatever. That yeah, I did. I only watched the sequel, which was probably just as good as the original. <laughs> <laughs> I can. It had to have been right. Um, anyway, I can't wait to go see it in March, uh, March of two thousand five, when it comes out. Oh, I can't wait for March of two thousand five. Highly anticipated. Okay, let's hear about Love Wrecked. Oh yeah, Love Wrecked. So I just watch. I, see, I thought it was a rewatch. Mm-hmm. I had never seen it before. I'd never seen Love Wrecked. Um, it was an ABC Family original movie. Yes. With Lindsay Lohan and Chris McCormick. Oh, not Lindsay. I was wondering when you said Lindsay Lohan if you meant no, I meant in Amanda. addition to Amanda. We'll cut, no, 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 no. We'll cut all this. Oh, great. Now I've got to cut Sorry. all this. <laughs> I know. I said it and then I saw the blank look on your face and I was like, what are you not getting? <laughs> <laughs> What am I not getting? <laughs> uh, this is good because I said his name wrong as well. It stars Amanda Vines and Chris Carmack, yes. who we know from... He was my co-star when I was on Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> if you watch the season finale of Grey's Anatomy, Thunderstruck, around minute, I think, six, you can see me and Chris Carmack yep. kind of in a frame together. <laughs> I'm being wheeled out. I'm in a wheelchair. I love the idea that they're going to go look for you not knowing what you look like because this is a podcast. <laughs> Guys, I don't want to hype it too much, but I showed it to my grandma and she said, and I quote, what was the point of that? <laughs> you told her you were in it? Yeah. Oh, no. I was like, look, grandma, it's me. This is on me on Grey's Anatomy. And she goes like, and my grandma's from the Bronx. What was the point of that? I can barely see you. I mean, I'm... <laughs> I'm glad you got paid, but you you added nothing. She's keeping you humble. And I was, like, recording it because I was thinking, this will be, like, a nice memory. (laughs) Oh, why is that not on TikTok? That needs to – that's so good. Guys, let's cancel Barb. (laughs) I do have a a cuter video of her on my TikTok. At Hup Karu is brave. Is brave is what she said. (laughs) Well, I think they knew. Hup Karu is brave? I think they knew. Um, um, So, also – Jonathan Bennett from not one but two Hillary Duff movies Cheaper Red the Dozen 2 mm. and your favorite The Haunting of Sharon Tate oh. <laughs> so there's a lot of Hillary crossover in this universe um, so much well because Chris Carmack is obviously the love interest from Beauty and the Briefcase oh, right, which right. I cut Sorry. you off you you were trying to get me to say that and I couldn't help but talk about <laughs> my inter- my seeing him on Grey's Anatomy equally as important though and I, I think that he, I'm probably billed as a higher co-star of his than Hillary. Chris Carmax? Yeah. In Beauty and the Briefcase? No, like if he was going to say all of his famous co-stars, oh. he would say me and then Hillary Duff. I thought you meant if I looked up Grey's Anatomy, you'd be listed higher than Hillary Duff is in Beauty and the Briefcase. Mm. <laughs> Which also might be true. I haven't <laughs> looked it up. Could be true. <laughs> but this movie is about Amanda Bynes. And she's a big fan of this rock star played by Chris Carmack. Uh, he's supposed to be kind of like a Justin Timberlake, I think. Mm-hmm. But like he a looks, teen idol. A teen idol, exactly. He looks so much like um, Nick Lachey to me in this movie. So she's a big fan of his, and they end up at the same resort. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she's there, like, working for the summer with her best friend, Jonathan Bennett. Somehow she and Chris Carmack end up stranded together on an island zoinks zoinks is right zoinks is right so she finds this as an opportunity to get him to fall in love with her okay of course 
Here's the big twist. She finds out, she discovers mm-hmm. that the island they're stranded on is attached to the resort. Yes. They're not actually stranded. No. But she's not going to tell him that. No, not until they bond. No, no, not until they bond, not until he f- falls in love with her. Duh. Does he have amnesia? No. Oh. <laughs> I really thought he did. No. Hmm, fair enough. He knows he's a rock star, and he knows that, I think he knows that she is a fan of his. Okay. But she's so cool, and she can gather all the food for him. He does hurt his leg. Oh, good. So he's not very useful on the island. Good. Is she, like, going to the hotel and getting rolls yeah, and stuff? Yeah, exactly. This is what I remember. But because he's a rock star, a big famous rock star, everyone's looking for him. So it's, like, in the newspapers, and he's stranded with this girl. So she has to, like, put on a hat and sunglasses to go, like, disguise herself. Very funny. The, mm-hmm, very funny. Okay, so I heard about the making of this movie that this is one of those films where they made the film and then they could not find a studio to back it and to release it. And so they made the film a couple years prior to its release and then basically sold it to ABC Family who recut it from being a PG-13 movie to being a PG movie. So I heard that it like kind of doesn't make as much sense. That's exactly, that makes so much sense after watching the movie. Yeah. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. There was one line I noticed that was completely dubbed over mm-hmm. something else. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't match up at all. It looks terrible. But it's Amanda Bynes' line. She, There's a kid in the pool who pulls a squints where he pretends to drown so mm-hmm. that she'll give him mouth-to-mouth. Classic squints. And then she pushes him. She finds out, you know, obviously, and then pushes him back into the pool. And she says, that's what you get for kissing hotties. And that line is dubbed over something. I cannot figure out what it would be. That's what you get for kissing Amanda Bynes. That's probably what she said. That's probably what it is, yeah. Wow. That's what you get for kissing hotties. So she got a lot of, like, flack about this movie because they were like, why did Amanda do this dumb ABC Family movie? Her career is beyond this at this point. But it wasn't her fault because that movie got stuck on the cutting room floor for, like, two to three years. Yeah. Um, also, during the filming of this movie, Amanda gets mono, and she loses a bunch of weight. She gets down to 100 pounds, and her mom says, oh, Amanda, you've never looked better. Mm. And that, unfortunately, stays with Amanda and causes her a lot of harm. And she basically develops body dysmorphia and anorexia, and um, is constantly trying to then be 100 pounds. And she's even quoted in several interviews being like, oh, I love New York. It's great. I'm, there's so much walking. I'm, you know, I'm down, I'm down 10 pounds. 100 pounds is my goal weight. Like, mm. just a really sad, just a really sad thing. And Amanda, I mean, she has always been a very petite girl. Yes. Like, even as a kid, you could tell she was so, so little. And in this movie, she's wearing a lot of bikinis and, you mm-hmm. know, showing more than she usually does. So I can only imagine how those thoughts, you know, get completely, like, blown out of proportion. Totally. And coming from your own mom as well. Yeah. It, it really messes with your head, kind of like Jeanette McCurdy has talked about in yeah. her book. I don't totally relate to this, but I was a very petite kid. Mm-hmm. And so then when I started, like, my body started changing and I went from being, like, super petite to, like, more 
normal to average size. I know that was kind of like, whoa, what's happening to my body? So I can't imagine what it would have been like for me to go through that on a public stage Mm -hmm. with everyone looking at me in a bikini. Right. You know? Yeah. So it's like I, I just have so much empathy for her and I feel terrible for her. Yeah, absolutely. I can't imagine what that must have felt like, what she probably is still feeling like, because those sort of things kind of never go away. And we know that she's struggled with body image issues for a lot of her career. So Yeah. And so this is kind of like um, the start of that in a way, you know? Yeah. Um, I also do just one other thought about Love Wrecked. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a scene, so, you know, as I mentioned, they um, – there's a lot of news coverage around this rock star that's missing and the girl he's with and all that stuff. So there's a few different transition scenes where they cut to like news reporters talking about what's happening in the movie, basically. Um, and one of those news reporters is a man named Brian Peck. Okay, yes. Who is one of the convicted sex offenders that Nickelodeon and Dan Schneider employed for years and kept, he worked on all that. He worked on, and in 2005, I believe, is when he was arrested and convicted. Um, so it was right around this time. And he went back to work on kids shows right after that. After his conviction? After he was convicted. Of what? Sex As a sex offender. He got in trouble for an inappropriate relationship with a young girl. Uh, I am, my jaw's on the floor. Yeah. He went back to work at Nickelodeon? He went back to work. I know that he worked for a fact, I know that he worked on The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Oh, my God. Um, which was on Disney So a children's show. A children's show. He always worked with kids. That was like... And now I really did some digging, and I don't think he's working anymore. But um, he is one of the people that's featured and named on uh, An Open Secret, in the documentary An Open Secret, because of how close he was with Dan Schneider and how he had, like, um, characters that he would play on all that, even though everybody knew what he was doing he was the pickle guy if you remember on all that the guy who walked around with just a tray of pickles how can you as an adult ever ever justify putting a convicted sex offender in a position of power working with children like I don't understand I that. have no how idea. is that allowed no idea it how should that not be like we need there there are laws and protections that need to take place like I'm astounded right now and this love wrecked wasn't a nickelodeon production no dan schneider had nothing to do with it i'm scared to think about how he could have potentially ended up on this other amanda Bynes vehicle with no dan schneider like who hired him who Mm -hmm. brought him on Mm -hmm. after working with her on all that or the amanda show or what whatever i just i'm it's I'm really, really fishy and really gross and scary and weird. Yeah. And that's really not that long ago. No. So. And people say like, oh, these allegations, like they, they ruin a man's career. Uh, no, they don't. And it, it, I mean, I know this wasn't an allegation. It was a conviction. I'm just saying either way, like this is just perfect evidence of no it actually doesn't this man was literally convicted Mm -hmm. and he's still working on the sweet life of zach and cody like which by the way is my dream job yeah oh yeah there are so many people better for the job who haven't committed sex crimes and who (laughs) will never (laughs) will never exactly 
Uh, okay, okay, okay. Hate to bring down the party with that, but had to be mentioned. Absolutely it does. And I heard that she had a rumored... I heard that she had a rumored romance with Chris Carmack during filming. But do you, if you didn't hear that, I didn't hear it might that. have just been like speculation in tabloids. Well, I mean, it depends, I, where did you hear it? Because I could have Googled the same thing you did. You know what I mean? I mean, I... I heard it. I believe you. I heard it somewhere and I put it in the notes. I don't, <laughs> and I did not cite my sources. I believe you. I think it happened. Let's. I think it happened. <laughs> if it wasn't a rumor before, it is now. Believe women. <laughs> That's how rumors get started. Someone just says something. <laughs> I heard on a podcast that there was a relationship between Lindsay Lohan and Chris Carmack. Okay, you said Lindsay Lohan again. I did? Yes. Okay, just cut that part out. <laughs> I've got to cut. Paige has said Lindsay Lohan twice. I think it's because I just watched a Lindsay Lohan movie the other night. Mm, I'm trying not to mix up my eras, so I'm watching... I feel like I have to because I know I won't be able to do it all, like, All in after. one. Yeah, exactly. So I'm... Especially, like, movies I've never seen before. Okay, fair enough. I just enough. watched a Raven movie last night. Ooh. <laughs> trying to diversify my... Diversify your playlist. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the best movie ever made. <laughs> She's the man. I was like, we already talked about robots. We already talked about wings. Um, <laughs> she's the man. Let's she, get into it. She's the man is probably my favorite Amanda Bynes movie. Oh, sure. one of just my favorite movies. Mm -hmm. It is Easy. an adaptation of Shakespeare's Twelfth Night. Who? Um, this guy named Will Wheaton? from <laughs> Will Wheaton from college. It's Twelfth Night, right? It is. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Twelfth Night, and Amanda Vines plays Viola as well as her own twin brother, Sebastian. Let me just say, if there's one thing I love and you probably love, it is a modern adaptation of a Shakespeare play. Four teens, starring teens. Oh, yeah. A high school. Set at a high school. Ten Things I Hate About You. She's the man. She's the man. Did you ever see O? That one was a dramatic one, but it also had Julia Stiles, and it was Othello. Oh. And it was about high school basketball. <laughs> high school basketball, and it was, about, it was about... That one wasn't a comedy. Um, no, it doesn't sound like it. <laughs> no, it's, it's not high school basketball. I am it's struggling to think of another Shakespearean adapt, adaptate. I guess Shakespeare, it's just classic literature, because they classic do Classic lit lot. as teens, I love. Easy A. Easy A. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> She's Whoa. pointing at me a lot. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I haven't said anything. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, go ahead with your... Uh, but yeah, basically, um, Amanda Bynes is a soccer player. They cut the girls' soccer team at her fancy school, um, Cornwall, which is a 12th night ref. Okay. And then she joins the boys' soccer team as her brother at... Illyria, and confusion occurs, and um, Channing Tatum is hot, <laughs> and Amanda Bynes says, "I like Gouda. <laughs> My favorite's Gouda. My favorite's Gouda. Oh, what a movie! It's it is, it's one of those sleepover movies that I feel like for three years. Every time I went to one of my friends' house houses, we watched She's the Man. Yeah, and it's like. I'm okay with that. Oh, yeah. it's still, I've never gotten sick of it. Yeah, it's not one of those movies. It's like Legally Blonde. Like, I could watch it anytime, any place, mm -hmm. and be gleeful. Yeah. You'll I, never... It's, always, it's funny every single time. Like, I always... I laugh at the same jokes every single time. Yeah. I showed it. Old. I showed it to my boyfriend because he'd never seen it before. And he, he liked it. He did fall asleep. And then... <gasps> Yeah, he's a little bit of a movie sleeper. 
Oh, no. I know, but I was watching it with him and my roommates and my roommate friend, and we were all kind of, like, shoving him awake to be like, you just missed this funny part where we're, we're going to rewind it. Oh, good. Make him Yeah, oh, it. absolutely. Like, it's not okay to fall asleep during this movie. That's is, why we kept pausing and rewinding. Is this the first time you've mentioned your BF on the pod? It is. It's a little bit of a soft launch, if you will. It's a pretty hard launch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just said BF. I didn't tag him. No, you said boyfriend. I said BF. No, but I'm just saying I said boyfriend. I didn't say his oh. name. Well, yeah, I guess. Is that what a hard his name is? Is that the difference? <laughs> is John Smith. It's Paige's dad. <laughs> My grandpa is John Smith. It's Paige's grandpa. Don't try to look him up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I was just checking. You're yes, kidding. whatever. You can date whoever you want. I just, I could hear the collective gasp of the fans when you said yes guys it's true I am off the market we just lost a lot of subscribers oh my god wait the our numbers are going down right now as we draw as I'm watching this they're dropping take it back break up Uh, with them break up with my grandpa hey guys I'm single again there they go phew okay what I like about you let's Why do I keep doing that? starting over. She's the man. She's the man. Or, as some people like to call it, what I like about you, the movie. (laughs) What I'll say about this movie, and I think this is sad, and maybe not a lot of people know this, but as much as we all love this movie, Amanda Bynes hates this movie. Mm -hmm. This was really hard for her to see herself dressed as a boy for, like, more than 50% of the movie. And I think it's because this movie came out in a time and she was existing in a space where she's supposed to be, like, the beautiful, hot, like, girl next door, always looking gorgeous. And here she is, like, being really funny and in a costume. And we all loved it, but she watched it with a very critical eye and did not like it. And she says she credits this movie with giving her a lot of body dysmorphia issues, which is really sad. There are a lot of... um interviews and things too where she says things along the lines of like you know I'm not the sexy one I'm the funny one and you Mm -hmm. she's always sort of struggled with that Mm -hmm. so this I'm sure was not easy where it's no not even supposed to be pretty even the you know it's supposed to be the exact opposite of that which is she has the same amount of value which is like of course she does yeah but I can see obviously it's like you still want to be yeah I think she was also I think just hurt by she always does the funny movie but I think she was like well when do I get to do my like I'm the sexy girl love interest Hillary Duff movie you know mm-hmm. I don't know it's really it's really sad and I understand like body dysmorphia is a really like personal issue and I think it affects everyone differently but I think there's a level of like being able to relate to it you know and just to know like that she was struggling at that time it it does kind of like make the movie a little harder to watch that's exactly what I was gonna say too it does color it with like a little bit of sadness yeah when I rewatch it now um not to make this about us like it's obviously not about us but that's um yeah it's just it's that's the empathetic approach I guess is like knowing that it was such a hard time for her it really does make it harder to watch a little bit yeah makes me feel bad and I'm someone who's like always loved attention loved to be on camera and then I went through a health crisis during the pandemic and it made me very like it made me feel really weird about being perceived and I kind of like was able to understand this like 
body dysmorphia thing or like just feeling disconnected from your body and so like and what I went through is like very minimal compared to what a lot of other people have gone through but I can't imagine going through what I went through and being famous on top of it because it's like that just it's just a huge uncontrollable thing at that point you know yeah for sure I can't imagine being famous period Oh, I can. Oh, I can. (laughs) No, having all those eyes on you all the time. Well, that's the thing. It's like I, I was so sick. I didn't want to be perceived because I didn't feel, like I didn't feel easily digestible. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't feel like I was presentable. I didn't want to be perceived at that moment. You maybe wanted to step out, not the way you wanted to. Yeah wanted to present yourself yeah. yeah where it's like if you're uncomfortable with your own body you don't want other people looking at it yeah and then for that to be on a scale of thousands to millions to billions of people like yeah you're gonna struggle with that so that's kind of where Amanda Bynes is like body dysmorphia starts getting really bad of course we've already mentioned the love wrecked 100 pounds thing and it's so sad watching like going back now and watching her in interviews at the time promoting she's the man and she's saying all of this at the time Mm -hmm. it just nobody was listening nobody was believing it the way that they like understand it now yeah she was saying like oh yeah it was kind of hard to see myself as a boy and I didn't want to talk like a boy you know between scenes or whatever because it was just it felt weird and it's not me and yeah nobody was no the culture was not handling that nicely at all and the media was really hard on these girls oh yeah all the time and just the culture in general in in the 2000s was harsher I mean yeah it's like when we went to high school or middle school even it's like you're constantly looking at everybody else and comparing yourself to other people and now when you're doing it on a when you're famous and you're in the media Mm -hmm. not only are you doing that yourself but everybody else is doing it too it's like a thousand times harder yeah yeah. Oh, well, anyway. That's... 2006 is also the year that What I Like About You ended. A.K.A. Her Dad Comes Out of the Closet, season four. That's the ending? Well, the season four is, like, cut short. Like, every other yeah. season is, like, 22 episodes. Season four is, like, 18, maybe. Mm. And they kind of just throw that in, I think, to close out the dad storyline because she – moves away from her dad that he ha- isn't seen again for like five years gotcha and so I think they just brought it in and he comes back and it's like episode like 16 of does, season four of 18 like very at the very much at the end does him being gay have anything to do with why she left in the first place or was that just something he oh, like realized no. when she was gone something that he realized when she was gone um, also in the movie, her or in the show, her mom has passed away. So similar to iCarly, mm-hmm. he's saying, I loved your mom. She was my soulmate. You know, they met when they were 18. And then he's like, it wasn't until years after her death yeah. that when I would kind of stopped grieving. And then when I was in Japan, he was able to like explore his true self, like kind of away from his family. Yeah. But yeah, he presents it as, oh, this is my girlfriend's brother. He introduces them oh. as his girlfriend's brother. And then they're like, why is dad making out with his girlfriend's brother? Oh. Yeah. Slash business partner. They open a sushi restaurant. Got you. 
They open a lot of businesses in the show. Seriously. They open so many businesses and close them. It's like every season They're there's like, a new We're biz. done with this character. What can we have them do next? Yeah, she's yeah. going to have a bakery. Mm, yeah. The bakery is going to get remodeled for the next season. Like, really? A lot of sets. <laughs> <laughs> Did, is Icarly's mom dead? Oh, yeah. She is? Oh, yeah. Is it like explicitly said or is it just implied? Mm, it's implied. I just don't remember. <laughs> it's definitely implied, and I feel like if it wasn't, there would be an episode about her trying to find her mom, right? Did you watch the reboot? Yes. Oh, good. Okay. But maybe not every episode. I didn't have any questions about it. I was just curious. If okay, it's good. It's so good. I love it so much. Quiz me. <laughs> you can use my Paramount Plus login, but you have to do it before the month ends because I just did the free trial to watch the Teen Wolf movie, so... Okay, perfect. Well, the month ends today. It's January thirty first. <laughs> so I kind of a false like, offer. Oh, oh, you think it's like from when you got it? I think so. Now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know. The Teen Wolf movie came out on the twenty sixth, so you have until February twenty sixth, I think. Okay, so what I like about you ends, and then Amanda plays a voice on Rugrats, which I love. Yeah. Get that. Get that bag. Get that coin. Get that coin, girl. Okay, then she's in 2007s. Well, I don't have anything else to say about Rugrats. I really don't either. Okay. I... So now it's 2007, guys. And what movie is it? Hairspray. Hairspray. I This movie was such a big deal for me. Huge. I remember I used to spend summers at my grandparents' house in upstate New York. And I remember I was staying with my aunt for a little bit. And we were watching TV and the Hairspray commercial kept coming on. And every time the the hairspray commercial was on, she was like, "Oh, it's your your trailer. Come like watch the watch the ad for hairspray." Because I was so excited Aww. for hairspray. I was like twelve. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was just obsessed with it. And I remember she was like, "It's too bad you're not going to be here when it comes out because it came out like in July or something." Because she wanted to go see it with me. <laughs> this is so funny, and I have a little bit of a parallel experience. Oh my gosh, tell me. So I was visiting my great aunt and uncle in New York in Queens and we went to go see it together in the movies and a little thing about my family (laughs) is that my uncle Gil looks and sounds exactly like Christopher Walken (laughs) to the point where when I was a little kid it confused me because you're like he's Christopher Walken well I I would see him I would be like I would be watching a movie and Christopher Walken would come on and I'd be like why is uncle is that uncle Gil like they are so the same and so I remember watching this movie sitting next to my uncle Gil being like is anyone else seeing this they look the same oh and they talk the same I don't know I've never seen him in the same room I mean he could be Christopher Walken Christopher Walken if you have a double life let me know (laughs) let me know so I can be a nepo baby (laughs) oh my gosh I would love to be Christopher Walken's great niece come on (laughs) I mean you're on your own then. No one else wants <laughs> to be a Nepo baby. <laughs> but um, Hairspray, embarrassingly enough, would be, I would always do my audition song from Hairspray. Oh when gosh, I say always, I just mean I only had one song. Let's hear it. Oh, no. Why? Because I'm a terrible singer. Which song was it? Good Morning, Baltimore. Oh, so good though. Oh, and now that I'm saying that, it feels wrong. But I do what think that's your, what it was. What was your favorite song from Hairspray? I know mine, right? Immediately. I'm oh, my top two. What, ladies, ladies' Choice? No. <laughs> Why no, no. is that so funny? Um, without Love. Yeah, and probably right answer. Probably when Amanda Bynes is like, uh, what's what's her line in that? 
she's got a few. And she's like, um, something about a hostess. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, now I've tasted chocolate and I'm never going back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that I made you say that. <laughs> Seaweed, I'm in love with you no matter what you say. Oh, wait, that's Tracy. I'm in love with you. I just love seaweed. <laughs> um, yeah. Wow. Hairspray was really a, a big deal when I was 12. <laughs> I'm glad it was for you, too. That, like, yeah. It's so comforting. Oh, absolutely. And I'm comforted that we both um, affiliate. I'm happy. Associate? I'm happy that we both associate our aunt and uncle with this movie. Yeah. It is a great memory for me. I remember seeing it three times in theaters. What? Well, this feels like a good place to stop for now. Well, if, if that's your lady's choice. <laughs> Come back next week where we wrap up Amanda. And we, <laughs> I was trying to like think of another way to say that, but you already said it. So, <laughs> and we wrap up Amanda. And we wrap her up real good. Like, what? <laughs> it's terrible. I'm okay, cut, cut, cut. So, we have a little bit more Amanda Bynes to talk about. Should we say who we're going to do after that or are we going to wait? No, it's a okay, surprise. It's a surprise. It's a surprise. But you guys are going to love it if you like surprises. If you don't like surprises, like, I can't. Click off. Click off. Click off. Delete. delete, Subscribe and then delete. (laughs) Yeah. Leave us a glowing review and then never talk to us again. And then delete your account. (laughs) Anyways, thanks for joining us. And this has been History Dubs Presents Amanda Vines Part 2.